0: Hello and welcome to My Favorite Conversation, episode six. Today's topic is actually a suggestion from one of you listeners, and it's, why do you think high schools continuously and so avidly push college onto its students? And the second part is, do you think college is necessary to succeed in life? I have Sam joining me again today. Uh, Yeah. We, we both have um, we, we both have some experience uh, good oh. and bad with that talk.
1: <laughs>
0: which is why I thought it'd be a really good one to go in depth on so this episode's gonna be a little bit longer than what uh, than what I normally put out So Sam if you would start us off oh, okay so um, how
1: political can I get this
0: I mean this is your opinion on everything. Um, whether or not I agree with it, I'll address whenever I'm doing my piece. I- I just-
1: So, I'm- I'm probably gonna contradict myself really hard here. In a minute, my knee-jerk thought reaction to that is, most high schools are publicly owned. Their curriculum is more or less directly mandated by the government and regulated by the government. Now, here's where it gets borderline conspiracy theory, and this is- I don't actually believe this, but you asked the question. You have asked me to conjure an opinion where there was was none. Um, Colleges, especially. So in high school, you're basically, the U.S. government takes credit for fuckloads of stuff by saying, well, we passed laws, and then this thing stopped happening, when usually the bad things had stopped happening. And then whenever it was no longer a high-risk political decision, then suddenly a bunch of dudes voted for it. And then it was passed into law, and then the U.S. government said, we saved the day. There's a lot more of that in college. Most sentiments expressed in college, no matter how critical they pretend to be of the government, they are all, most professors, somewhere over 90%, advocate for giving the government significantly more power, saying that it is the ultimate good in our culture, in our our society. So it makes sense that with colleges being the best way to get people to vote for giving our government more power and money, that our baseline education, which is completely regulated by them, would also say that you need college to succeed in life even though, logistically speaking that's definitely not the case um if you want to fast track to making six figures become a fucking utility worker what now? that does Border on uh, a little conspiratorial. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I don't think I don't think it's on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a conspiracy. It's just one of those moments where it's almost like supply and demand. Where if there is incentive to do a thing, mm-hmm. whether or not the people involved really realize that they're giving into that incentive, the bottom line is it's still there. Like it's uh, that's too tempting a fucking scenario to like be total coincidence, right?
0: For me, I think it falls more down on a holy fuck, what have I done with my life type of instance. Because take, for instance, someone that I went to college with um, back whenever I went to like a brick and mortar college. He was already around $100,000 in debt. And he still had three years to go because he was going to get his master's. And what he wanted to do was teach he has since gotten that degree and I believe he's somewhere in the neighborhood of hundred and sixty thousand dollars maybe more in debt and he does not even have a job in that field that he was trying to go for he is teaching but not at the level that he wanted and not in the exact area that he wanted and so one thing that he has really pushed on the people that he talks to even at that young of an age is when you grow up go to a good school figure out what you want to do go to college go to college go to college and in my mind because he's not the only one that i know but in in my mind it screams a please do this do good so that way i'm not sitting here with this mountain of debt in a field in an area that i don't even want to be in and i'm not having to think oh god i made a huge mistake and i have no way of turning back the clock so at least if i really push and push and push and get it in these people's heads that hey you can do better than what i did if they succeed and if they get in something nice or they look good on paper then in a way i've succeeded and i am doing better than what I am right now because it's not I'm not
1: where I wanted to initially be, or I'm not where I think I should be. So basically you're saying that um and I am going to quote you on this, especially in front of a court of law, you believe that every single teacher in existence who's ever, ever teached is a bad parent, uh forcing their dreams on their children. <laughs> can I can I can I get you to lean into the microphone when you answer this one, please?
0: No, I don't think that, that that is every teacher. I think that that is a lot of teachers. I think that there's a lot of people in the school admin. I think that that is a big issue. And, and, and obviously it's not everyone. I can't throw a blanket statement onto every single teacher and onto every single person who works in public or private schooling. But that at least in the people that I have known who fit those criteria of not working where they want to work or not doing exactly what they wanted to do, where they have mountains and mountains of debt with little to nothing to show for it, typically those are the ones who are really pushing on one side of the spectrum or the other of either you have to go to college, you have to get this figured out, and you have to have a plan, or they're on the complete opposite end of the spectrum of no, fuck college, don't do that, you don't need that, you don't have to even step foot on a college if you want to be anything in life, don't fuck up like I did. But most of those people aren't working in schools,
1: yeah. I could, um, god, uh, I'm I, here's the thing I hate, I don't hate conspiracy theorists, I do not enjoy talking to conspiracy theorists. If I have to hear about chemtrails in the deep state one more time, I'm going to be <laughs> up, mar, mar, moderately upset. Um, that said... Oh. That said... Well,
0: um, here's the thing. If you want to get a little conspiratorial, I'll, I'll play in a little bit to it. Because here's the thing. An- another little like trade-off to that go to college, go to college, go to college. Every time one of those kids goes to college... It looks better for that school that they were coming from, that high school, that private school, whatever. That, in turn, is going to make parents want to put their kids in, which, in turn, is going to bring more money, which, in turn, is going to make everyone else higher up, all the, all the more richer. And then they'll trinkle that shit down to the teachers and say, Good job, little, little puppy. Do another jump, and you'll get another $1,000. I'll, I'll play in a little bit to the conspiratorial bit for that.
1: For me, it's <clears throat> from the angle that you're taking. If you look at the angle you're taking, my first thought there is um, all of these teachers were college educated. Mm-hmm. They paid the college psychotic amounts of money. It makes sense for the college that makes its money off of teaching these people things. But yeah, the college, they're, they're, I just all I look for in, in these kind of scenarios is... Who has the incentive, and is there anything stopping them from acting on the incentive? The college teaches the teachers. They have every incentive to make the teachers believe, with true or false, could be legitimate, information that um, everyone needing to go to the place where they just got educated. Paying them for their service is the only real option um, to be successful in life, right? As long as these teachers are college-educated. Which means that the college has an incentive to tell the teachers, well, they'll know where you're going to su- your your students going to succeed in life is if they also go to college just like you did, and pay us just like you paid us, and you'll be paying us for the next twenty years of your life at minimum. Um, again, hate hate some conspiratorial, but this there is clear incentive there, and there. It's it's like with the whole government thing before. Who's going to who's going to tell the government they can't regulate that into the curriculum i'm just gonna tell this college that they can't regulate it to the curriculum it's just like it's one of those it's one of those issues where there's not really a good good stopping device to stop that from happening
0: well i mean yeah there's psychological bits that play into it with certain people and to a certain degree but at the end of the day i think the majority of the reason why it gets pushed on so much it has to do with money and it's not that the teachers are getting kickbacks or anything like that. No, if they get not. a kickback or anything like that, it'll be from the actual school that they are working with because there's so many new students coming in because their parents want them to get into a nicer
1: school and so on and so forth. Well, yeah, no, but it, it, it yeah. Well, that's, that's me, what I'm saying is that like, you, you don't have to pay the teachers. You just have to make them believe yeah. it. Right.
0: Yeah. And, and that's what I was going back to uh, whenever, you know, I was first talking about it. Um, be it they want to feel that success through their students or it was hammered into them. This is the only means of being successful. Now here's $30,000 a year. You're now successful. God, teachers get paid so little.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they do.
0: And that's, that's the sad thing. Yeah. And, and I want to use that as a transitional point into the second part of that. And we'll go back and talk a little bit more on the first bit, but you You do not need a college degree. You do not need a fancy piece of paper to get a good paying job that is going to take care of you and take care of the people that you care for. Take me, for instance. I do not have a degree. I am currently working on one just to have more money. But I do not need one. I do not have one. And I'm still getting... Uh, between side businesses and everything I probably get around 70k a year that's with no college education as far as an actual degree obviously I have some college education but without having a degree it essentially means I have none you stupid bitch you look at a tradesman they're making (laughs) six
1: figures (laughs) tradesmen make bank
0: here perfect perfect example Uh, I know it's anecdotal but perfect example there was a guy I used to work with back in the prisons we were making uh, after taxes we were making about $25,000 a year he had been in the military Uh, he couldn't get on as a cop due to uh, I believe it was psychological problems he couldn't pass a psych test so he went to the prisons to try and get that, that camaraderie to try and get that brotherly bond and um he didn't like it didn't like the pay didn't like how everything went and so he went to go work on barges he had no college education but one of the companies that the prison worked with to supply inmates for a work release program he able he was able to talk to them and get a job working on barges so not only does this motherfucker travel throughout the entire country on rivers and whatnot on these barges he's also making right around six figures just rub it in one don't you well it's just one of those things of you really don't have to have that piece of paper unless you're wanting to go into something specific like if you're wanting to be a doctor by all means go the fuck to college get your education go to med school if you want to be a lawyer go to law school do your due diligence, get educated. But if you if you're not sure what you want to do, save that time, save that money. Don't just throw yourself in there. If you say, you know what? I just want to have my own business. I want to do say you want to do pressure washing. You want to, you want to have your own pressure washing business. Who the fuck says you have to go to school for that? and figure out how the hell to do anything. Yeah, would would some education in some business management and money management classes help? Yeah, they would, but that's why there are online courses, either A for free or B for cheap, that you can do, get the education in that specific bit, and then apply it to your business. You don't have to have 15 to $20,000 a year in tuition just to help your business run a little bit smoother. My dad, Whenever he was a truck driver, he would make three to six grand a month. Now all that money would be blown by my mother, but still. Like not going into that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're not gonna go into that, but my dad, now that you know, we're all adults and whatnot, he told me, you know, I don't understand how how we wouldn't have any money. I'd get advancements on my paycheck, send it home to her get home and we'd have $30 in the bank. And it wasn't going to the house, wasn't going to you kids, wasn't going to anything. I don't know what it was going to. But anyway, I'm getting distracted. My point is... Man, I uh, can't,
1: I, can't, I think there's someone else in my life who went into a similar relationship. I just can't put my finger on it.
0: <laughs> but um, it here's the so, thing, man. So yeah, I know, right? We slowly become our parents. <laughs> so... <laughs>
1: oh god sorry keep going
0: no you're fine but like my dad's a perfect example now my dad has a lot of common sense but he is not formally educated the only time that he had ever stepped foot on a college campus was to, was to deliver a truck load that was it you ask him he'll say he's been to 50 different colleges and it's because he was delivering loads that being said as a truck driver he was making close to 6 uh, 6 figures And then whenever he stopped and became a cop, yeah, it was a massive pay cut, but even now he still clears 50 to 60 because of what he works and how he does his schedule. So the fact that not only can you live, but you can live comfortably should speak to the fact of you not needing that piece of paper. But a lot of it boils down to how comfortably do you want to live and where you're living because that 60 grand that my dad will make if he's in fucking california guess what he's he's in the poverty line now he uh yep. he's in the poverty line whereas in arkansas motherfuckers like mid to mid high middle class so it it depends on where you live but also How comfortable are you with living with less? My dad's truck is someone's truck that committed suicide in it. We bought it for like 700 bucks, cleaned it out, put some new pieces in, and he's had it since. And that's his go-to-town truck. Doesn't have a fancy house, doesn't have fancy property or anything like that, but he lives comfortably and he has money if he wants to go out and do something. And if you ask him about higher education, he, unless he's being forced to do it, he's not going to do it, which is his choice. And that's one thing that I think it really boils down to is having that choice to do it. Because in high school, I don't know if, if you felt the same way, but it seemed like you had no choice. You had to go to college because if you didn't then not only were the teachers going to be looking at you but then you also had all the other students looking at you and then didn't matter if you had straight a's or if you were top of the class then it was oh well he's just too stupid to get in or oh of course he's not going yeah he's not going to amount to anything yeah he probably couldn't even get into college even though You'd have very justifiable reasons to not want to go or not want to go now. There was still that shit that would get thrown around that would uh, that would keep people from pursuing what they actually wanted to pursue. And they would be peer pressured into applying or into
1: going. Yeah, there's there's oh man, I'm gonna sound like a tinfoil hat by the end of this.
0: <laughs> no, no, go for it. Yeah, this is a long a, there's
1: an there's incredible societal, cultural, and educational pressure to base your worth on uh, your education level. Say your education level, not even your education level, on how much you spent on your education, regardless of how useful or intricate your profession is. It's all about how much you spent on it. It's it's like people worshiping expensive cars. Yep. Like there's this. It's it's it doesn't matter. You know what you're capable of doing or what your net worth actually is, you know, like for instance I, I don't, I, I can't think of a single tradesman, again this is totally anecdotal but I'm sure there's numbers correlating something along these lines, I've never I've never met a tradesman making less than both my parents combined and they've got a cumulative 20 something years of college under the belts between the two of them. Talking about peer pressure real quick and the uh the societal expectations,
0: because I think a lot of that has to do, uh, you know, hand in hand. Um, one thing that I've never understood that would get a lot of flack, which it, in my opinion, more power to you if you go through the steps necessary to do it, getting your GED compared to getting your diploma, getting or going through a uh, jobs court, or job Corpse, so I forgot which one's pronounced, uh, but going through that program to try and get some skills and get a job because, say, you only had a GED, or maybe you flunked out, or maybe you had a dropout. Um, all of that getting so much hate, and just you're automatically three pegs lower than someone because you have the same skill set or the same piece of paper in value, but for some reason, they went an alternative way that goes against what society says that you have to do it. Now, suddenly, they're three pegs lower than you and not worth your time a day. It's it's the same thing with saying, go into community college for two years before you go to a full university, or maybe you just go to a community college for your entire experience because you didn't pay so much more money or because you didn't have this quote unquote full experience suddenly your education's not as worthy as someone else suddenly your excuse me suddenly your experiences aren't up to par with everyone else who went to a higher end school or a more expensive school we as a society in my opinion put way too much faith on that dollar sign when it comes to assessing someone's wealth, like I don't, I don't like to tell people what I do for a living, and it's not even that I'm, I'm not a cop anymore. It's because I don't want my value to be placed on that job title, be it they consciously or subconsciously do it. Because, take for instance, this. Uh, I was talking with someone the other day and they were they were describing their job and uh what it boiled down to is they were a they were a janitor but the way that they were describing it is you know they keep this, they keep their work environment safe and clean they improve everyone's day through uh, through a daily checklist and making sure that everything meets their expectations and yada 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 and then uh, at the very end of it you know they said that they were basically a janitor but the way that they had described it wouldn't ever lead you to think that uh just because of how yeah. much like how high they held that position to themselves i do not give a rat's ass what your job title is or how much you make a year but that right there it you know you're fine that right there is a perfect example of just the fact of what he was used to because He didn't want to tell me the actual job title. And he had all this stuff planned out on how he how he would word and describe his job rather than tell someone what the actual title was just because he was so used to getting dog shitted on because he was a janitor in his 30s. It's the same thing with you have to be married by this age, you have to have kids by this age. It's such bullshit. And that does not put that does not give myself or anyone else more or less value for doing it at a different time uh, for doing it at a different time or a different stage in life. And it's the same thing with education, be it higher education or the bare minimum minimum of academia, education. It does not matter if it's not affecting your day to day life. So why put it up on this pedestal?
1: Because our culture oh boy oh, no. <laughs> oh no. my God why why you keep asking these questions and I can only answer the monastery why Lord why am I the only man who can see? why am I this <laughs> why am I this paragon of knowledge in a people full of the blind? I mean
0: no, I can see can too home. but that's why I'm asking you questions because I want I want you no. to talk you want to
1: you want me to say the stupid shit i want to ag you on i want to ag you on (laughs) and let you really speak side note about the janitor guy yeah you can totally make that jobs you can totally word that a different way than he chose to you can just legally change your name to mr white and just call yourself the cleaner sorry i'm trying to make this joke while i'm getting like rapid fire texted by multiple people and all the sounds going through my headphones So it's like one of those fucking noise cancellation guns, you know, just being pointed directly at you. Mm -hmm. Anyway. um, Our culture's social currency is clout.
0: Now, do you... Are you using that word specifically as it's only been a current or last generation thing? Or has it always been like this? It's just you're using
1: clout because it's the most relevant term. It's the most relevant term. Okay. Um, because, like, it's not it's it's not been, like, the defining characteristic of every, every serious thing. American culture and British culture are not really that different. They never have been. Um, we are, compared to, the, to each other, we think we're very different. But if you look at how the rest of the world's countries work, and then you look at our two, there's a reason everyone lumps us together, you know? Um, but it, it is true. We're, we are very similar. And so, throughout British history leading up to America and then American history leading afterwards, this hasn't always been the most defining characteristic, but it's always been there. This element of. This element of clout, of people who were like getting the most attention through the flashiest means necessary, prey on people's insecurities and make them feel like the only way. To matter as much as they do, is to go in for some very superficial things that they just so happen to have the means to get that other people don't. Um, the way that has broken down in American culture is college, largely. Not just college, but you know, and also other things like how big your house. I'll I will never understand the obsession with big houses with a bunch of rooms. They 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 practically do not make sense on any level. For me, they don't feel nice to be in. It's just, I don't get it, but anyway, that's this that's whole other thing. Like that's, that's what our culture is based off of, is um, who's the most important based on their compensator. Um, now,
0: would you say for the masses, is it more conscious or is it more subconscious for the masses?
1: Honestly, that's the thing that scares me. I really don't know. Um, because on the one hand, you had the most oblivious chapter in American history in the last 15 years, whenever Facebook culture got big and misinformation campaigns became a running gag for certain people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um,. Especially things like, you know, whenever 4chan shows up and just, you know, convinces entire news outlets that something's happened that never really happened at all. Um, remember whenever they convinced reporters that milk was racist? That was a. Did you know that was? A, did you know that was a 4chan thing? I, I have very mixed feelings about 4chan. I'm not. I'm not saying they're a good thing or a bad thing. I am simply pointing out their role. And and being a good litmus test for just how fucking oblivious and gullible we all have had become at that point in the last 15 years. But then Mm -hmm. since then, because people like 4chan were pointing and laughing so hard and so loud, normal people I thought were catching on not just on the internet, but just in real life in general, people are becoming more aware of how manipulated they were being by what I'm going to call our ruling class in America. Um, But in the last couple years, um, (laughs) let me rephrase that, in the last five years, uh, I'm no longer entirely certain of that. Well, I don't think anyone from any political or social affiliation by demographic is more likely to be quote unquote woke. Um in the sense that I'm trying to describe it. You
0: know? Let's see what I think is there's just been a shift in which party you're in or which group you're in. Um whereas kinda of like what you mentioned before, last say 10 15 years there was that you know quote unquote ruling class basically the ones who kind of set the standards a lot of it be it media or um, a couple higher ups in government or uh, you know smaller town it'd be like say the mayor or the sheriff but then whenever the whenever facebook social media being able to access information quickly and at and at a moment's notice really got popularized and mainstreamed there was confusion a bit of panic and then what i think trying to think how best to word this what a lot of people believed was a breaking down and reconstruction of the quote-unquote ruling class really just kind of got rebranded you now had a handful of people who had quote unquote seen the light now becoming these mouthpieces and becoming a part of the quote unquote ruling class and everyone else who had seen who was controlling everything before was like oh okay so you're the bad guy I'm not not a sheep I'm not a sheep at all and then moved from that group to the new group with the same issue only now it's you know tom joe blonde who's now a mouthpiece
1: well on, the, on that front i think that's more of the just human condition i don't think that's an american thing i think the human oh condition yeah no no i'm not i'm not saying inflating. it's an american thing yeah. yeah
0: i'm not i'm not saying it's an american thing it's just it's happened so recently that it's I guess more publicly than usual recently. Or... Yeah. Oh no, it, it can be seen throughout fucking history all over the world. It's just it just so recently happened in America because of everything. I mean shit, look look, look no fucking further than uh, you know the twenty sixteen or twenty twenty election. And seen <laughs> steam... <laughs> seeing that division (laughs) among people where it's
1: he said it he said the thing (laughs) he talking about it he picked up the election (laughs) I don't care
0: it's it's a perfect example of wow I can't believe how stupid and gullible people are and then they'll go right into the same group of gullibility and I'm not saying that as I'm above all of this. I'm not saying that as if I'm this woke person who can see beyond with my third eye. No, I'm a fucking human. I make stupid mistakes and decisions too. It's just, it's so it's so stupid to be that unselfaware that you literally are standing for the exact same things or you're saying the exact same things or falling for the exact same things when actively speaking out against it at, yeah. at least be I mean, like, self-aware
1: i mean like that's the well. for one thing i 100 I am saying i'm not saying that i'm better than this i'm saying that i don't do that but i'm not saying that like there's something inherent in me right that like made me that way and I hold this entirely up to a couple of teachers we had in high school who were just really honest to God, honest fucking people, um, and cared far more about teaching us how to think instead of what to think. Teaching us how to how to find truth and how to actually pay attention to what we ourselves are doing more so than what everyone else is doing. Does that make sense? What was one of those teachers? That was- um, Mr. Shepard and Mr. Parks.
0: Mr. Parks, I would agree with. Uh, Mr. Shepard, I I have mixed feelings on.
1: Most people do. Yeah. It's okay. Not even your deck <laughs> can be as big as Mr. Shepard's. <laughs> no, no, I, um, I think but, it was more of...
0: With Mr. Shepard, I think it was a lot more having to do with the approach. Because he he was coming from a place of caring but at the same time he he couldn't just be caring he had to be snarky about it and
1: <laughs> and for a lot
0: of people it made his actual message miss the mark because of that and looking back with a more mature mindset i can see that but again looking back with a more mature mindset You're dealing with high schoolers and and junior high. You you need to have a better approach if you really want your message to
1: resonate with a lot more people. I disagree. But side note, you're going to want to in your audio thing right here. Uh No, in in your audio right here. No, seriously, in your audio right here, you're going to want to do a different background noise cleanup because I just realized what was wrong with my mic and I unplugged a fan right next to me. So you're going to want to stop. You're going to want to do a different background noise clean up for this part of the forward just want to let you know
0: okay yeah that's fine Sorry. um so why do you disagree
1: i uh, about mr shepherd specifically um
0: well not just about him specifically but about that that take that i just did about uh the way of presenting that to high schoolers or junior high to make it resonate wow. with more people rather than just the handful that are that are understanding to that
1: Because um, the idea that you will reach every student is um, naive.
0: I don't believe he. The idea that you will be
1: able to reach the the idea that you are that any every teacher is mentally and emotionally equipped to even reach most students, I think, is maybe a bit naive as well. I think that he just recognizes the people that he personally can resonate and reach and is focusing on doing that while also not giving up on everyone else, but at the same time recognizing that, you know, this is what he's good at, you know? Could be wrong. Could be totally wrong. Well, say to me, I believe it's more of a
0: if not coming from a place of naivety, it's you're there in that position, yeah, to teach, but you're also there to help guide and if you're only truly guiding the ones that can resonate with your let's just say very very narrow area then you're not really you're not really stepping up to the plate of one of the duties of being a teacher in my opinion and that's not saying to be disingenuous to the other students or to the ones that are resonating and that's not saying completely change your your means of getting that message out but as a teacher and as someone in that position you have to constantly evolve to better help guide and shape the students that you're teaching to the best of your ability and to encapsulate the most amount of students possible So if it's comfortable to be snarky and snarky and rude and only resonate with, say, two out of 10 students, but it's easy for you, but there's a means of doing something that would be more difficult for you, but you would now reach five out of 10 students, then I would say you're doing a disservice not only to your students, but especially to the ones that you are already resonating with by not going through that change and trying
1: to reach more because I disagree no no go ahead I disagree I don't think we're going to agree on this and I'm also going to lose track of the other conversation if we don't get back to it
0: we'll get back to that in a minute I want to hear I want to hear your points on this
1: I mean I just stand by the original points where you know I think that he should that any teacher should strive to be better and learn how to reach out to more students and teach in a way that is um Mm -hmm. more universal Mm -hmm. at the same time no teacher is at any point in their career going to be that perfect embodiment of that uh parks you know mr parks there are a lot of students that he could reach Mm -hmm. um I think that Mr. Shepherd I, I should also. I think that Mr. Shepard's gotten a whole lot less snarky uh, since we were under him. By the way, I'm, I'm friends with him on Facebook, and his attitudes have gotten a lot more um, mundane and relaxed <laughs> than he used to be. Well,
0: I don't have any. So it might, keep... he, it, might it might be
1: that he might be that he's. He might be that he sees things the way that you did, and he's just he was you know on his own personal journey of improvement there. Yeah, that's my well, point. And... It's just that. Uh, and i'm not saying anything about him specifically i'm just saying in the
0: in the manner of way in the manner of the way that he did it i do not approve of i feel like there is a better way to not only resonate with the ones that you are already connecting with but to meet with more uh it's the same type of mentality that I completely hate of I'm going to break this person down so I can rebuild them in my image and in the way that I feel like they should be built. But in order to do I'm, that, I have to break them down first. I'm not saying that that's what he did. I'm just saying that I hold those two in the same light of I do not approve of that of that style of teaching or guiding. I get you. Yeah, I no, mean, he, he didn't do anything that bad. No. <laughs> no. no. No, the worst thing he anyway, did was think, he he called you a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: another thing. I think that a lot of people just need to hear that hear that they're a dumbass sometimes because you know a lot of people in in high school haven't heard that up to that point, especially ones like the girl who sat behind me um please censor the name. I we're already name dropping people in our real lives enough as it is. Um yeah. Oh, I haven't told you about that. Have I? At least once a day, he would make a comment, and she would make one of her comments, and he would like visibly, like, like almost Roll die. His eyes you know? and almost die. No, no, that's that's no, that's, that's the worst part. No, he was far more amused with than that. Like at one point, he was like, you know, because like they were leather armor, because it, while it didn't absorb piercing objects, it would absorb shock, and most weapons at the time were blunt force. And she's like, but I didn't think they'd invented electricity yet and he just he just blinked and just looked at her and she looked at him and she said like she looked at him and he looked at her and she looked at him like that went on for like two minutes and then he goes like yes katie that's right she's like i said something stupid didn't i and he said i will not be the one to say it anyway <laughs> 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 like he, he, he wasn't mean about it like he could tell like she thought it was a little funny too the way he did it which was the thing is like she just needed someone to tell her that like you yeah. um big pretty wasn't enough to get her through life you know but um you know she, she you know he, he, he basically he did the way he communicated that to her at least that's what I thought was going on was just like just expecting her to actually perform to her potentially he didn't expect her to be someone else. Yeah. He just wanted her to actually perform to her actual potential. Because she was a lot smarter, is yeah. probably still a lot smarter than a lot of people realized.
0: Oh yeah, and, and I don't want that to be lost with the points that I had made. I, it's not like I was entirely against him. I'm not saying that what he did with a handful of people was not good or that there was good in him or anything like that. My only thing is, I believe that it could have been handled better to reach more. He, he was a good teacher, I and the people that he did reach, he really did reach. I just felt like there was a better way to reach more. Then
1: that's that's just what I'm getting at. I get you. Regardless, um, he reached me, which yeah. is why we get back to this. Where it's just like that's why I think I'm like, I say I don't I don't engage in those habits, and I didn't come out of high school that way. It took me a while to really completely you know, understand mm-hmm. what they were trying to teach me. But I did I did eventually get it where um oh, you know, Mr. Parks, the way that he beat logical fallacies into our heads, mm-hmm. the way that um Mr. Shepherd, you know, just wanted to drill the Socratic method into our heads until we couldn't see the world any other way. You know, like that brings me to the whole point of it all is that what it comes down to, the human nature element of this we're describing is people are conflating their opinions with their identities a lot. Mm-hmm um and they're also conflating what they perceive as the right answer to also being the moral answer because since i am a good person therefore anything i think is inherently righteous therefore if something contradicts my beliefs and therefore contradicts me well they must be evil which is the entire not just politics it is how people conduct themselves on every subject these days I think they always have at least to some degree but right now with the way that social media does everything it really highlights mm-hmm.
0: that well, I think a, a another big factor in that has to do with a little bit with complacency um, and wanting to turn off stop thinking so hard stop having to really try to dig deep and figure out why you think the way you think or why you hold this to a higher standard than that and you just get complacent with wanting to turn your brain off and just listen to a big talking piece or group yourself into a group because they're the ones who are going to do all the talking for you because it's easier for you to do that than to speak your own mind I, I feel like that also is a factor in that.
1: Well, to know your own mind before you speak it for sure, too. Yeah. Uh, I also, I don't know how he managed to talk about um, Descartes' teachings or philosophies mm. without... Um, he and Mr. Parks both managed to teach about Descartes without pointing out the fact that the dude locked himself in a dark room for several months till they actually went batshit insane <laughs> and then made a philosophy out of it I don't know how no one ever put it that way but. Well, anyway.
0: um, one thing to kind of bring it back to the original two questions and in case anyone has forgotten uh, the original questions was you know why do you think uh, high school teachers push college so much and is college necessary I think to kind of tie everything together, bring it back to the original. The world is ever changing. We as a society are ever changing. There are a few staples that will always be present. And I think think showing off your worth or what you believe or what people believe is your worth will always be one of those constants. It's just gonna shift, whereas Now it's how big your house is, how new is your car, where'd you go to school. Maybe in the next 50 to 100 years it'll be changed and it'll be revolving around something else that doesn't have to do inherently with money. But with America as it is and how not only our government but our economy works, I have not very high hopes that it'll shift away from a money focus. But don't let that stop you from doing what you want to do or putting your own self-worth into those things doesn't matter the size of your house doesn't matter where you went to school or if you even went to school that piece of paper does not determine your worth be it green or be it with a stamp from a from a school okay do what you want to do do what makes you happy do what provides for you and for your family Uh, Do you have any closing points that you'd like to add?
1: I think that um, the issues of the education system, like I said, how the government is incentivized, the education system is incentivized, our culture is incentivized by those forces, and then by the insecurities that they create further incentivize this worship of a Honestly, what's a lower form of education that is not remotely worth what it's charged for? That that education is not worth what it costs. It's weird that some of the some of the most, not all of, but most of the lower-paying, non-entry-level jobs out there cost as much as they do to come into through that. Um, And my closing thought on that is. I don't think that these things are causes I think they are symptoms of the human condition and that until we truly come to know ourselves for who we each each individually really are we'll never be able to overcome that because if it's not these symptoms it would just be others I really do think that until people come to understand and refine themselves in a spiritual way that is good not satisfying to feel but just objectively good that we will always have issues like this
0: one thing i would like to say before i end things uh, much like i mentioned with that teacher we are constantly going to be evolving and the way that our mind processes things is going to be evolving And as we grow, our thoughts and what we think is morally right or justified will change. So don't think that just because you are dead set on not going to school right now or you're dead set on doing X, Y, or Z job right now, that that is set in stone and you have to do it, even if it's 20 years down the road you are ever evolving you are ever changing and it is okay to change your mindset and to change what you think is right and what you want to do just keep an open mind and take it one step at a time but thank you for listening and have a good day
1: have a good night